just because it's common doesn't mean it's normal. So I really work with clients to overcome those symptoms that they maybe for years have been told are totally fine when really it's just a sign that our hormones are, are a little bit out of balance. And there is so much that we can do to get our hormones back into a natural flow so that you don't have to be dealing with, you know, a huge variety of symptoms that again, we consider normal. Welcome to the Wonderless Virtual Assistant Podcast. I'm Rebecca, VA coach, business author, and digital nomad. Through empowered mentorship, I coach women to embrace their dreams and build an online biz that unleashes their freedom. On today's episode, I am so excited to introduce to you registered holistic nutritionalist, Christine Novak. Christine helps women master their hormones and balance them naturally, so she and I are going to discuss the stresses of starting a new biz and the potential effects on your health. This is such an amazing episode. Let's begin. We're just going to chat about, we're introduced who we are, and um, what I'm really, really excited about is that what I do and what Christine does might appear different, but they're very much linked and joined together. Do you mind just kind of letting everyone know who you are and what you do? Absolutely. So my name is Christine. I am a registered holistic nutritionist and my specialty is women's hormonal health. So I really work with women who try to kind of overcome the negative narrative around being hormonal and having a period and all this stuff because so many things that women experience, especially around their cycles, but other symptoms as well, we've been told are normal and to just suck it up when it's not normal at all. Just because it's common doesn't mean it's normal. So I really work with clients to overcome those symptoms that they maybe for years have been told are totally fine when really it's just a sign that our hormones are, are a little bit out of balance. And there is so much that we can do to get our hormones back into a natural flow so that you don't have to be dealing with, you know, a huge variety of symptoms that again, we consider normal. Mm-hmm. Hello, Patricia. Hello. I just want to say some highs to everyone. Christine, that's, that's so, I love that so much because I find Um, And I'll introduce a little bit who I am too, but I just want to piggyback off of what you said. I feel like at least in my education and my upbringing, hormones was like this word that was thrown around a lot and it was linked to um, poor behavior, but like that was all I really knew about it. And sort of as an adult, as I've researched it more, I'm like, oh my gosh, they play a huge role in everything that my body does. (laughs) Like, why wasn't I told about this? So I love that that's what you focus on. And I love that you are normalizing these conversations as well. Okay. Before we sort of start a conversation, I know there's some of your followers that are Mm. new to me. So hello, everyone. I am Rebecca. I am a virtual assistant coach. I'm a, I help women grow online businesses. Um, and I, I do have sort of a focus on virtual assistant businesses. Um, and 
sort of unlocking freedom, whether you want to work for yourself, be a digital nomad or be a mom that works from home, whatever it is. If you feel locked into the nine to five, you want to be able to work online, you want to be able to work for yourself, but you're not like a web developer or like a graphic designer, virtual assistant is something that you can really consider. And you can come to me for a lot of information about that. So that's who I am. Hello, everyone. (laughs) So Christine, my first question is, what is a registered holistic nutritionalist? So what we really focus on in comparison to dietitians is looking at the whole person. So not on the foods we eat. Of course, that's a very, very important component, but also outside factors like lifestyle habits, what your actual environment is like. So are you living um, surrounded by a lot of toxins, for example? So we really take into consideration everything about a person aside from, you know, exercise and food. So what Mm. you're like, how are you dealing with emotions? You know, is there any trauma that's kind of sitting there and festering that's been undealt with? It really is like an all-encompassing view at your health, again, aside from just what you eat and how active you are. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. I love that. So what I really want us to talk about today is you know the women in my world including myself and yeah are you know we're growing businesses we're starting businesses or we're expanding businesses and you know we're our own boss we're our own ceo like we we are in charge which is such a different energy than being an employee working for someone or you know, at the end of the day, you clock out and like your job's done. As people who work for ourselves, like we, our businesses are our livelihoods and that's stressful. <laughs> so can you, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Yeah. <laughs> Very different. I've done both. I've like been the employee. I've been the boss. It's stressful. Can you inform us on sort of what the relationship is between stress and hormones and how something like starting a business can be stressful, but how can that manifest in so much more in our life? Absolutely. So when we think about stress, our main stress hormone is cortisol. And when we think of kind of, there are, you know, there's over 50 different hormones, but for the sake of kind of this and women's health, we kind of focus on I would say like nine, 10 of them. And when we think 50, oh my God, I did not know this. Hormones literally, they control everything, right? They're involved in like every single bodily process that you can think of. So they're very, very important. Now, when it comes to stress and when it comes to kind of those key hormones that we deal with in women's health, we can think of it being in like a tiered system. So we have three different tiers. And at the top of the tier, we have insulin, which is our blood sugar regulating hormone and cortisol, which is our stress hormone. Now, these two hormones are kind of like the big dogs of the hormone world. So when they get angry and when they get unbalanced, it trickles down into the tier two hormones and the tier three hormones or directly affect three hormones. Now in tier three, we have the hormones that a lot of people are pretty familiar with. So we have our sex hormones, we have the hormones involved in our menstrual cycles, We have melatonin involved in our sleep. We also have thyroid involved in our metabolism and energy production. 
So if we now know that cortisol, our stress hormone, is at the top of this tier and it can affect all the hormones below it, it's very, very important to keep your stress managed or keep your cortisol and stress responses low because it can really very easily throw off all of these other hormones involved in very important things like our menstrual cycles, our sleep, you know, weight gain, metabolism. And when that kind of goes awry, when we have very high stress lives and stress isn't even just kind of what we typically think of as stress, stress, stress can be negative self-talk. It can be the thought patterns. It can be the food you're eating, right? If you're eating kind of a lot of processed foods, if you're living in a toxic environment, chemicals, pesticides, that all is stress to your body, right? Mm-hmm. But there are so many factors that go into being stressed aside from just running your own business and having to deal with all of those things. So it's super, super important to, again, keep our stress at bay or at least manage it on a daily basis so that we're not affecting the rest of our hormones in a negative way. Wow. Yeah. I saw one of your Instagram posts and it was I'm probably not going to word it properly, but it was like perceived stress and actual stress. Exactly. And <laughs> you're just like, oh man, that's everything. <laughs> Our body is brilliant and it has evolved, but that's one thing that hasn't really evolved is that our stress response, our body cannot tell the difference between perceived stress and actual stress. So when we think of actual stress, it's like, okay, you have a deadline, right? You have client work to do. It's due tomorrow. You haven't done it, whatever. That is actual stress. But perceived stress is that, again, negative thought patterns, right? Mm-hmm. Like worrying like, what's wrong with me? Am I going to be able to pay the bills? Like, you know, there's so many different that our body considers a stress. And the response inside internally is the exact same. Because again, our body cannot make the differentiation between perceived stress and actual stress. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. Of- but <laughs> yeah, but that is really interesting. And I think that's really empowering to know. Um, one of one of the things that I feel like I've developed as you know, an entrepreneur and starting a business, people always say that entrepreneurship is, is one of the biggest self-development journeys ever is that, you know, understanding that I have hormones, understanding that stress affects them, but sort of having an outside perspective being like, okay, I am feeling stressed right now, or this food will be perceived stress to my body and just sort of not, not trying to get rid of it, not trying to say, Oh, I'm going to live a totally stress-free life. But like you mentioned before, I thought your keyword was manage, like manage the stress. So do you have any, and I'm sure it's, it's specific person to person, but do you have any sort of over general overarching general tips or rules about, okay, stress is inevitable. How can we manage it a bit better? Really? And some of these will, I mean, these apply to everyone, but especially I think are really important when you are your own boss, when you are an entrepreneur, when you have your own business. Because like you said in the beginning, it's you, right? Yeah. It's all on my shoulders, all the weight. (laughs) To keep this business running, especially if you're kind of in the beginning of the journey, wherever you are, a lot of that pressure is put on you, right? So 
something that I really recommend to my clients is one, check in with yourself, right? Like really ask yourself, like, how do I feel? Because it's so easy to kind of gloss over and ignore messages that our body is sending us, right? And when we get these symptoms, whether it's, well, hormonal imbalances because of stress or whatever it is, our body is just saying like, hey, something's up, it needs attending to, right? So really just take a minute every day and check in with yourself. How am I feeling? Like, where does it feel tight? Maybe there's tension, like what is actually going on? Like really try to become in tune with your body. And I know that's easier said than done. And it takes a bit of practice, but just doing a body scan slowly going through your body and seeing how is everything feeling? Mm -hmm. That's a really good place to start. Also, especially important in entrepreneurship is creating boundaries and sticking to them, right? So one of my big rules is do not check your phone as soon as you wake up. First of all, that blue light, it creates a cortisol response because you've been sleeping, you've been in the dark. It's much brighter than the natural sunlight outside. So automatically, it's just this like big bang of light and that actually triggers an internal stress response. Plus then like going through messages, getting stuck on Instagram, you know, scrolling through everything, comparisonitis, whatever it may be. Because again, it's perceived stress. You're thinking like, oh, this person's on that vacation. I wish I could be doing that. Or this person just made this much money. I wish that could be me. Right? So it's just this cycle. So what I really recommend, especially with phone time, is create boundaries. Don't start right away in the morning. Set a time for yourself and start the day by doing something for yourself. And I think that you have to have this like massive two-hour morning routine. If you have the time and you want to, go for it. Right. But at least have like 10, 15, 20 minutes, half an hour to eat breakfast, eat a proper breakfast, not just coffee. <laughs> right. That's also very, very bad for your stress. Um, and just take some time for yourself. Get grounded in the morning. Do any rituals that you want, whether it's journaling, meditating, whatever. All of those things are just really helpful to get you started on a good foot. Right. So that's. Yeah, that one's really important. I think especially as business owners is just really control as much as you can because again, stress is inevitable and you just kind of have to create a little a little piece of the day that is just for you. So that's another big recommendation that I have for clients is do something for yourself every single day that is literally just for you, that brings you joy, that makes you happy. Start small, even if it's just 10 minutes a day and build it up if you can, but just do something for yourself. You definitely struck a chord with me. I have been battling sort of checking my phone in the morning. Yeah. And especially sort of during the height of the pandemic and everything that was going on, it took me quite a while to realize that me reading the news of bad things that were happening elsewhere was actually causing me stress. And so really learning about actual stress, which is, you know, my business and paying my bills and, you know, putting a roof over my head, you know, like actual stress, but then that perceived stress of, you know, checking the news first thing in the morning and the blue light now, oh my gosh, and seeing yeah. how that compounds, right? Like it all adds together. And that's the thing, like, that's the thing that I think people don't fully realize is just the amount of things that your body perceives and registers as stress. Yeah. 
it's not just, you know, that traffic in the morning, car accident, whatever, you know, tragedy in your family, whatever it is, but it's like we're surrounded in an environment of stress and it's, it is inevitable, right? And you can only do so much, but do what you can to control mm. what you can, right? Because there will always be things out of your control, but if you can at least control the stressors in your life that you can, and then have a daily stress management practice. Like I always say, have a proactive stress management practice. So do something every single day, right? Not just one when those obvious stressors happen. Because if you do it proactively, you're building up that resilience to the stress. So you will be able to manage it better and overcome it better when something bigger happens. So always proactive stress management over reactive stress management. That is like, where's my pen? I need to take notes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Proactive that. And again, in entrepreneurship, that makes, we know, we know that stress is going to come our way. It's mm-hmm. inevitable. And so if we can be proactive about it and I'm just myself reflecting on seasons when I have been, you know, um, and i I say I use the word seasons like seasons in business, but the more I think about it, it actually kind of correlates with the seasons of the year too. I find that in the fall and as we enter winter, I'm I'm a lot better at sort of proactively managing stress, slowing down, making sure I go to the spa and relax and all of these things proactively. But I'm not doing that right now. I can I can a hundred percent admit I'm not doing that right now. I'm I'm more reactive and I'm failing at it for sure. <laughs> I can feel it in my shoulders. I'm failing at it. <laughs> it. Like we go through different, like you said, seasons, and that's how I like to talk about it as well. We will always be going through different seasons in our life and our business, whatever it is. Right. And sometimes it will be very difficult to get a handle on things and that's okay. Right. You can much things happen that are out of your control, whatever it is. The best you can do is realize that it is temporary. You are going to make it through, right? It might be an uncomfortable period in time, maybe, but it will pass, right? Because you will have a different season. And sometimes, like, I'm not perfect either. You know, I'm a nutritionist and I still skip breakfast some days or miss lunch because I'm just, like, in work and, like, I just forget and time passes, right? Or whatever, so many different things, but... The best is to do what you can the majority of the time as well, because that's ultimately what matters the most, what you do the majority of the time. If you slip up here and there, you know, that isn't going to completely derail your stress management and make you, I don't know, experience all these different hormonal imbalance symptoms in this case, right? So it takes a lot of building up these hormonal imbalances and symptoms that arise from high stress don't happen overnight, right? Like it really is an accumulation of time. So that's why we always want to be proactive about it so that we don't let it grow into this like unmanageable form. It's never unmanageable. You can always do things to help it, but you don't want it to grow to this thing where you're like experiencing like 10 different symptoms because of the stress that you never really dealt with at the time. Mm. So Speaking of symptoms, just so that, you know, our, let's give ourselves, let's give our listeners something to really grab onto. What are a couple, a handful of symptoms 
that people can think, oh yeah, I'm feeling that right now, or sort of red flags that your body's trying to communicate to you that it's under stress? So some of the big ones, disrupted sleep, right? So inability to fall asleep or stay asleep. You kind of get that feeling of being wired, but tired, we call it. So Mm. you're tired, but your mind is like going, you know, a million miles a minute. Also issues with your period, right? Whether Mm. you're regular or it's completely missing. EMS, more painful periods, so cramping. You can get even more serious issues like fertility issues. High stress has been linked to PCOS and endometriosis. Then weight gain, specifically around kind of your stomach area. You can have digestive issues. Um, so ranging to more serious ones like IBS, IBD, or just, you know, d- digestive discomfort in general. You can get acne. You can get, like, there's so many things that can mm-hmm. be and because cortisol or stress hormone is such a powerful hormone when it goes awry, that it can really affect all the other poor little hormones below it, that the variety of symptoms is really bad. Mm, I love that. Yeah. You explaining the tears of hormones blew my mind. I did not know that. Thing, yeah. And yet that makes so much sense. <laughs> Visual because it really allows you to see just how interconnected everything is, right? None of mm-hmm. our in a vacuum. Everything in the body is connected. And as soon as you get one imbalance, it trickles out into the others, leading to other issues. So mm-hmm. nothing, never, that's why we never want to treat symptoms. We always want to look at the root cause of why these things are happening because they're always connected. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so what are some... Um, what are some practices or adjustments that someone could implement today to kind of start managing stress? Um, so one, um, one that I personally really like, and I find very easy for people to start with, and it's something that can be used on a daily, even when you're not stressed, but specifically in stressful moments, is something called a box breathing technique. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. Basically, deep breathing. So what you do is you inhale for four slow counts. You hold for four slow counts. Exhale for four slow counts. Hold again for four slow counts. And you repeat that a few times. You don't need to do it for like 10, 15 minutes. But, you know, start slow because it might also make you feel a little lightheaded. But this activates our parasympathetic system. And our parasympathetic system is kind of our rest and digest um, mode. So this is when your body prioritizes rest and digestion. Because when you're in a stress state, your sympathetic system, the last thing your body is thinking about when it thinks it's in danger or there's a threat is reproduction and digestion, right? It's just trying to survive. So when you create that parasympathetic sympathetic system, you're allowing your body to just take a breather, right? Relax. Calm down. So that's one thing that I find very easy for people to integrate just because it doesn't, you know, it's free. <laughs> you don't need anything, any anything else, right? And it just takes a few minutes. So I think that's a really good one. Also, nourishing yourself, right? I know when um in times of stress, cravings are usually higher for chocolate, sweet, all this stuff, because your body is smart and it just needs more energy because it's thinking that like. 
am I going to have to fight this threat or run away, right? So we need to get that energy in. So I know it can be really hard to overcome those cravings, but focusing on nourishing yourself very well with whole foods, you know, high quality um, proteins and fats and complex carbohydrates will do your body such a favor in keeping your energy high and keeping you just feeling well because you're nourishing yourself with all the nutrients that help you deal with this stressful situation. So no skipping meals as much as possible, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) It is tough, but setting yourself up with a system that maybe on the weekend or whenever you have some time, prep some meals, right? Or prep some individual components of food that you can then mix together during the week when you don't have time, right? Or when you're filled with client calls and just have like a 10 minute little window. So something that you could just grab really quickly. And also um, getting outside in nature is so underrated but so powerful and healing. So I think even that, just taking a little break, going outside, right? Hopefully you have some access to, whether it be a garden or just taking a walk around your block or whatever it is, but nature can be so healing. And it has been shown to reduce stress responses, lower lower your heart rate. And again, activate that parasympathetic system that helps you feel calm. I love those. Those are three easy steps that people can take, you know, breathing, nutrition, going for a walk. I know from my experience, those are three things that make sense. I know them to be true. And when I'm feeling stressed, it's, it's amazing how hard it is to just like make myself go outside, but it works every single time. And again, it's, it's that, it's that observer awareness of yourself. It's like, okay, I'm stressed, you know, I, I can feel it in my body, but I'm not, you know, a slave to it. I can, exactly. I can now step away and do something about it. I can observe it and do something about it. So those are great. Those are great things that people can start with today. We're talking about boundaries earlier, giving yourself permission to rest and to slow down. <laughs> you don't have to be on it 24 seven. And again, it can feel so hard as a business owner. And I'm totally guilty of this because even when I like do allow myself rest, I'm like thinking, I'm like, well, I should probably be doing this because this totally happens, right. It's really hard to disconnect, but you know, there's that quote, like you can't pour from an empty cup. Right. And it's, it's so true. Like you really like, you do need to prioritize your own rest, step away from it, take a break. So that you can recharge yourself and show up even better for your clients for life, whatever it is that you have to show up for. Mm-hmm. You know, some very easy things. Of course, there's so many others that like are popping into my mind right now, but those are kind of the key things. Just take care of yourself, nourish yourself, rest. <laughs> yeah. They check in with yourself to see how you're really feeling. Yeah. yeah. And making you a priority. Mm-hmm which can feel like some repro I know for me, it's reprogramming a lot of how I was raised, what I was taught, the verbiage that I soaked in as a child. And so it, 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 it is sort of a long journey of reprogramming, but you got to start, you got to start somewhere. <laughs> I'm in, especially in women, because, you know, we have, we're seen to have this role of being the nurturing, kind, the 
the providers, the whatever it is. So it's really hard sometimes to say no and like prioritize yourself, right? Often we're like people pleasers and things like that. And it's really just, again, creating boundaries just for yourself and really like respecting them for yourself so that you can show up and take care of yourself in the best way that you possibly can. And it doesn't have to be complicated, right? It require a bunch of things. There's so many things that you can do for free with no other you like need to purchase. Like it really is just taking some time for you. And again, doing something you love every single day that is just for you. And I know those things probably sound like really like too good to be true, like super simple, but you would be amazed at how those little shifts over time compound into these massive shifts and really help you kind of manage your stress and become more resilient to the stress that life, you know, throws at us. Mm, love it. Boundaries is my favorite word. <laughs> okay, so Christine, please <laughs> let everyone know because what you just shared with us over a span of 30 short minutes was fire. Oh, so <laughs> how can people learn more from you, find you, everything? So my handle is at Wealth of Nutrition. I primarily use Instagram for everything business, and that's where I share all tips and tricks and things like that. Um, I am currently accepting new clients, which is very exciting. I've had a kind of a two-month vacation, so getting back into things now. But I work with clients from in different uh, timelines. We can do three to seven months, but I also offer intensives where we can just kind of do quick 90-minute call get you some, you know, tips to manage whatever that you are, whatever your health concerns are right now, and kind of get you started on that track. So all of that can be found on my Instagram, you can message me there or on my website, whatever you prefer, but that's the best place to, to get in touch and learn more, of course, about everything else that I post. So <laughs> I love it. If your like 90 minute intensives are anything like what we just heard from you now, like that, that'll be so, so powerful. So everyone head over to at Wealth of Nutrition. Follow Christine. She, I've gone through many of her posts. It's just what I love so much about what you do is not only do you, you know, provide a lot of, um, you know, potent information, but you also normalize a lot of things. You sort of normalize talking about periods. You normalize, you know eating cookies and you know that balance and and I think that's what I love so much about what you described as holistic nutrition opposed to just like a dietitian and I I'm I'm really about that and I think a lot of sort of who I speak to will resonate with that as well because a lot of what I say is behind starting an online business is just really trying to live a really full life, you know, instead of, instead of being restricted by nine to fives or restricted by commutes or restricted by bosses, all of these things, it's like, how do we step into our fullness and our wholeness? And I feel like what you do embodies that really, really beautifully and, and empowers women. And that is my jam. (laughs) That's my bread and butter. (laughs) And I think that's such a common misconception as well, right? Like people think nutritionist and it's like, oh my God, I'm going to have to give up all these things that I love and it's going to be so restrictive and so hard. And like, it really doesn't have to be right. Like Mm -hmm. that cookie, eat that piece of cake, but like 
yes, in moderation, because you now know that if you eat too much sugar, this happens to your hormones and things like that. There are foods that nourish your body and there are foods that nourish your soul and you need both like 100%, you know? So I will never tell somebody that they need to like, maybe temporarily, (laughs) right? While we work on things, but you you never have to give up the the foods that you love completely. Mm -hmm. It's making more informed and more empowered choices around your health and and everything that goes into your hormones. Again, some of my biggest takeaways from this conversation was perceived stress and actual stress and how those compound together and the tears of the hormones. Yeah. Incredible, incredible. Christine, thank you so, so much. Thank you for listening to the Wonderless VA podcast. I hope this episode and many more help you fulfill your VA dreams. To learn more about virtual assisting, you can find us on all the channels, including Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, and YouTube.